Hello, all sentient beings, and welcome to the Transmissions Podcast, where we talk about all Hasbro, Takara, and third-party Transformers! On this special interview episode, I sit down with Transformers mega collector Bryce Rutledge, also known as Bryce, or is it Brycey? We talk about his insane G1 collection, and we talk about his cool new project, the Transformers G1 unofficial photographic archive. We have all of this and a whole lot more on this special episode of Transmissions. Transmissions wouldn't be what it is today without the awesome support of our listeners. If you'd like to support our shows and enjoy the exclusive benefits that our donors get, please visit transmissionspodcast.com slash support. Last episode, we quickly mentioned his this coffee table book in the Rapid Fire Toys. And afterwards, I got to thinking, perhaps maybe it might be interesting to take a closer look at this project. Joining me now is one of the people involved with the project, Mr. Bryce Rutledge. Thanks for joining me, Bryce. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Now, before we get into your Transformers G1 unofficial photographic archive project, you might have to work on that name. (laughs) Uh, I I wanted to uh, make sure people knew who you were, uh, because you're no stranger to the Transformers or the fandom. And people may know you best by your online screen name, uh, Bryce. Is that how you pronounce it? Yep. Or Brycey. I was going with Brycey, uh, knowing your name was Bryce, so... Uh, if both are acceptable, I'm counting my, that as a win for me. Yep, that works. Cool. Um, so, uh, about, what was it, th- three years, almost four years now, you did an interview for a TF uh, Source? Uh, four and a half years ago. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and we got uh, uh, some really nice pictures of your collection. Um, and uh, I, we're going to link to that interview so people can, can read up on it and, and see uh, see some of the really nice stuff you've got there. But uh, when did you start collecting? Uh, 2006. I started when I moved to London. Okay. Just um, found an old trailbreaker at the comic book shop I actually sold my childhood collection to. And I picked it up, and it's still here. Nice. Had you, did you not have any figures at that point? No, I sold them all for Warhammer. Oh, all right. Oops. Uh, I assume uh, that basically these were the the toys that you you gravitated to, and as far as Transformers goes. What do you mean? I mean, like when with regards to Transformers, they're do- basically divided into many different facets. You've got the cartoons, you got the comics, and you've got the toys. Um, yeah, I'm more of a toy guy. Yeah, you see your collection, and it's a, it's mainly a toy thing, right? Yeah, I watch the shows, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, tried to focus down. I used to have a lot of different collections of animated classics, alternators, world's smallest. Kind of just pared it down to Masterpiece and G1 now. Okay. Do you remember who your first figure was outside of the, the, the kind of the recollect? Uh, a G1 Prowl. My middle brother had snapped the roof off it, and my youngest brother gave it to me. Oh, nice. <laughs> What a nice brother. Yeah, I was that uh, it got me hooked, so I guess that works. Yeah. Um where do you get your figures now? Um I'd say mainly the G one 
Facebook group. Probably okay. bought a good 75% of my G1s from there. And a couple other groups that I do for newer stuff. Do you, um, this Facebook group, I, I should preface by saying that you, you manage or you, you're a mod on, um, and, and do you, uh, basically have a, a, a core of people that you kind of work with or is this, um, yeah, there's like a lot of, uh, high profile G1 collectors from TFW okay. are all admins there. Got Herald of Unicron, uh, Heroic Decepticon, Super Quad 7, just a, quite a few different people and that all know our stuff to try to keep knockoffs and scammers out. Right. That was going to be my follow-up is, is these Facebook groups seem to be getting very um, inundated with scammers lately. And, and that's something that, that personally I worry quite a bit about. Um, so it's, you know, do you, do you run into that with your group and, and is, is that something that, um, has happened before? Uh, we haven't really had a lot in the group cause I, I vet, vet everybody before they actually get in the group, but occasionally one slip slips through. Okay. And when they do, we get rid of them fast and make sure people know if they got any ongoing deals just to get out of them. Okay. We're cool. usually pretty good at keeping the group safe. Right on. No, that's good. Now, back in your 2013 interview with TF Source, you you had mentioned that you were still looking for a victory saber. Is that uh, has that been found? I'm done, Jap- Japan, pretty much. Okay. That was the first figure I wanted. It was just nearing the end of my U.S. collection. I was like, do I want Thunderwing or Star Saber? And I grabbed Star Saber. Right. So my pretenders still aren't 100, percent but whatever. <laughs> so what uh whereabouts would you say your collection is right now like you said you're done us you're done pretty much done japan where where are you at this with this collection um kind of just pacing myself there's three pieces i need for japan but i already know where i'm getting them okay um i need nine pretenders i think and i'm slowly picking those off i'm just grabbing masterpieces and Upgrading my existing collection a bit. Okay. Still debating if I want to do Action Masters. A couple of people keep pushing me, but they are in the book. But yes. I just don't have them. Uh-huh. Um, so I wanted to – we recently were asked a question on the show, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it because it has to do with vintage toys and, and, and values and, and, and kind of like uh, repair. Um, so with regards to G1s and um, – their their worth uh, does removing uh, damaged or worn stickers and subsequently replacing them with something like repro labels drop their value? No, I would say not because damaged stickers. The people that are don't want to have anything not vintage aren't going to buy the ones with the trash stickers. Right. They're going to look for the mintiest unused piece, get that, and call it a day. Mm-hmm. All the the loose collectors. A set of trash labels won't fetch you as much as a nice set of record labels on it. Mm-hmm. No, that's 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 great to know, because I've been replacing a whole bunch of my trashy labels on mine, and you know when this question came in, I'm like, ah, oh, shit, that's a good question. So I'm I've glad I'm done, glad I was able to ask you that. I've done quite a few of my own as well. I found ones that people would consider junkers. 
I posted a picture on Instagram last week, I think, of the Galvatron that I have. It's a friend's childhood right. Galvatron. Yeah. And on one side, it's completely trashed. Like, the stickers were almost calcified on there. The chrome was gone. It was broken in a couple of places, and now it looks like a brand new figure. It's definitely That's worth awesome. more than the five bucks would have got for it before. That's amazing. Do the electronics still work on it? Yep. Great. That's awesome. I actually went to take pictures for the book, and he's missing that piece underneath his chest. There's a, another battery cover. That's right. The little the little one that pops, that comes forward a bit. Yeah, I had to order it. Uh, Just arrived yesterday, I think. Um, now, with regards to, you know, G1s and, and whatnot, I've, I've found that identifying KOs is becoming increasingly difficult. Uh, do you have any tricks that you could share with keeping those dirty KOs from mixing in with our glorious G1s? Uh, high NTF's website. He does a good job of cataloging as much as he can. Um, I do occasional ones for him if I get the knockoff in my hands. Okay. I did those, the Headmaster KOs. Yes. I did a really close-up look at those, the Scorp knock knockoff, a couple other mm-hmm. ones. That was a question I actually had recently myself because I, I bought a, a, a full Scorponok and uh, I was quite worried that the head was a KO. But luckily enough, I, yeah, I have a friend who has a uh, an, an original Scorponok from childhood and we just compared the two. So Yeah, I have like four, four Zerak heads sitting around here, I think. Because <laughs> I did the, a couple Black Zerak customs for friends. Nice. Out of the knockoffs, I really wish I had went with vintage figures. They were so hard to work with. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned before that you've uh, you've started to focus your collection from, you know, you you were spread out before, and then you've started to focus it down to G ones and masterpiece. Yeah. Um, is uh, are there any other like, I would say I would call them like fringe figures that you're like that's a good one from this line. I'm getting that regardless. And I have like my shelf of random stuff. Which includes like the cap bot and the popsicles and stuff like that. I like the strange ones. Okay. I even want to try to find that purple popsicle because just have them all. You're, are you saying purple popsicle? Yeah. The Gary Gary Kun Transformers. Okay. They're like licensed between a Japanese popsicle maker and Takara. That's crazy. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I'll shoot yeah. you a picture on Twitter. You check them out. Yeah, please. Um, what about third party? Do you touch it? Yep. If they're good enough, they're in my collection. Awesome. Um, what would be something that you've gotten recently that's, uh, that's been, you know, a really cool third party? I'm really enjoying KFC Simba. Okay. Adding him with Star Saber was just a really nice figure. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to be getting contact shot and grinder, I think in a couple of weeks. Okay. So you you tend to stay in the masterpiece style or or size class when you when you do go third party? Yeah, now I still have like my city commander and a couple other ones like that for classics. Right. Now it's just trying to stay focused. There's too much mm-hmm. stuff out there for the amount of money in the bank accounts anymore. Right. What about add-ons? Do you uh, do you get into those? I mean, you mentioned City Commander, and it really is one of the first third-party you know sets out there. Um, but uh, uh, there are still making some add-ons. I got the add-ons for Star Saber, both of them, the hands and the joint upgrade. Okay. Uh, do you, I'm not sure um, what else I've got yet. 
Do you do any add-ons for your G1s or do you leave them no. uh, pure? I leave them alone. Okay. The, I haven't um, really seen a need for it. One of the first things I ever did was I, I went whole hog on the Crazy Devi add-ons for G, G1 Predaking. Okay. And, uh, I mean, it's it's amazing looking, but, I mean, it really does change the look of that figure. It's not really G1 anymore. I can't. I couldn't fit him in my shelf. I don't think. No, he's. I have Detolfs as well, and he's. Uh, he's. He's massive. Um, but they. They really did screw it up with their. Uh, with the hip. Uh, the last. The last add on the hip one. They put no. Uh, no ratchets in it, and it just oh, no. flops. Flops over. So. Yeah. So he's on my shelf, and he's attached to a post with a zip tie to keep him up. <laughs> uh, my yeah. MPO five is actually zip tied together because. My old roommate used to grab them off the shelf and be like, here, transform this when I was really drunk. So Uh-oh. all the tabs are gone. Uh, but whatever, he looks good in gun mode. There's just a little zip tie in the trigger. Yep. That's what I've done with my Apollyon because I are, yeah, my Apollyon, I couldn't get rid of them. So I, uh, I put them in gun mode and tacked them to the wall. Yeah, I'm trying to find a nice board to mount MPO5 to. Mm-hmm. I got the add on for him and everything. So it's just huge. Yeah. Um, so I touched on it at the beginning. You're, you're part of a, a group that's, that's making a, a really cool project. And I must say the promo video that you produce for this makes this look like trans G1 transformers to the extreme. And I, I kind of love it. Um, now this, uh, this is not just you. You're a, you're in a very, no. you're in a small group of, of guys. Um, who are you working with? Uh, Hyper Optic, also from TFW. Um, he's the one that made the video. Him and he had two others help him. Okay. That he knows. And uh, Heroic Decepticon or Brandon Yap. He's doing our writing for us. Okay. He's had that blog since before I even knew what Japanese stuff was and just really looked up for him. Same with Sebastian. Nice. So we've been friends for what, almost a decade now. Are um, are any of them? You know, I want to say local, but let's let's no. go close by. Uh, we're spread out across southern United States and Hong Kong. Oh, okay, yeah. definitely not not local. No. Um, okay, well, this will be. Uh, um, I was I was assuming that you guys would you know maybe if you were local you'd get together and just kind of you know pound out the the book over a few weekends kind of thing. Oh no, um, there's no is... way we could have pounded this out in a weekend. <laughs> not, not happening. No, um, there's. I'm not saying how many photos are in the book, but I've put at least ten thousand photos just on my camera alone. I don't even know how many Sebastian's done, and he's holy. done. We're pretty close to. Around sixty forty for pages done. So I don't wow. even, I don't even want to know how many pictures we've taken and edited and retaken and retaken and retaken. So is Sebastian? Is he the one who has uh, like uh, he's the one who also has a, compl- uh, a a a very large collection as well? Yeah. All right. Um, well, all and- three of us do really. Okay. Wow. Um, that's 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 fantastic. So it, with regards to the, the, you know, some of the, the stuff inside the book, what, uh, are there any like hidden gems that you've got in, in the book that, uh, you're, you're excited for people to see? Um, a couple of them flash by during the video. 
that stars base that's there is actually a, was a sealed one that we opened, took photos of everything, and then assembled. So there's no damage on it whatsoever. Um, all the red mini spot or decoys, sorry, are in there. Uh, prototype or cast of the prototype for Galaxy Saddle Shield is in there. With the white headmaster heads. That's just the stuff you can see in the video. Plus, there's a bunch more we've actually got that we haven't mentioned yet either. That's great. Some of that stuff is is so rare that I don't even think I've heard of it. Um, and and uh, yeah, that the the wed you said white headmasters. Yeah. yeah. There's the six colored headmaster warriors from the '87 line in Japan. Mm-hmm. There's a set of white ones that was released, and I don't even I couldn't even count on more than one hand how many sets that I know exist. Wow. That's great. I'm I I hope to to uh to to see all this stuff with the uh, um when you have it in in Toronto. Um it's it's one of those things that I know even at my immense G1 collection myself, I know that I'm likely not going to be able to ever get some of this stuff. So getting high high res fit photos of it is uh, is like the having it you know like the next best thing there's stuff in there i won't even own that's yeah i get to see it in the book too like i'm not the only collection in there right so mm-hmm. that's right yeah i'll try to have it all but i don't think i'll ever get all the way not to the prototype stuff mm-hmm. awesome now are you using um are you taking all brand new pictures? Cause you've been taking a, a lot of really nice pictures for a lot of years now. None of the pictures in the book are online. Okay. They're all fresh for the book. That's fantastic. Certain angles. Like when it says the spreads are balanced, we made sure that every picture was taken out at that angle. Tried to make the lighting match everything. That's great. Um, one of the co-hosts of the show, Yoshi, is a is a bit of a photography nerd, and uh, he would be uh, really upset with me if I didn't ask what kind of camera you were using to take the pictures. I'm using a Nikon. Okay. Is it? Uh, it's, I'm assuming DSLR. You have, uh, you know, a pretty nice lens on it. I don't know. He's going to want to know all this. Kit. Just got the kit lens on it. Okay. I'm hoping I can get a new camera in the next little bit. I'll be keeping with Nikon though. Nothing but good things to say about them. Now, with um, getting into the 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 innards of the book, in the promo video, you talk about you know touching on European uh, releases, Japanese releases. Um, you know, that's a lot of figures. I mean, you're doing all the U.S. releases. You're doing all of these. This is you know, it is obviously it talks about being um, spread out over two books, but are you going to be able to fit all this in there? This is a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. We've got the first book is pretty much done. Only needs a couple, two more pages. Uh, and the second one is probably good. 75% done. Say overall we're 75% done. Wow. That's pretty awesome. Now with regards to like all these figures, um, early G one is, is, renowned for having variants are you are you getting putting any variants in the book there's some major variants that people go after uh 
like we got Canadian slags in there. Okay. Um, we tried to stick for 84 all pre-rub. Okay. So there's no rub signs in any of the 84 stuff. Uh, like the Japanese gray Megatron will be in the Japanese book. Uh, trying to think what other variants. I actually just tracked down a really hard to find variant for the European book that Maz talked about on TF Source a few years ago. Okay. The French yellow Constructicons. Oh. Uh, they were done in G1, but there's not many sets left out there. And these are different than the G2s? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a guy contacted me on Facebook, asked me if I had, I had them in there. I said, no, we haven't been able to find them. And he hooked me up with one of his friends who's going to ship them over for photos and then send them back. That's so awesome. I'm pretty happy with that. I was yeah. kind of worried about that figure. but That's pretty awesome. Problem solved. Yeah. Um, so this this book, is it like you guys are, are funding it yourself or is it a Kickstarter or what's, how's it, how are you guys, uh, you know, putting this thing on? Uh, we haven't got the details solidified yet. You'll have to watch the Ocular Echo page for more of that. Okay. Um, we're just trying to try and nail out some details right now. Okay. Um, and you mentioned that the first book is, uh, let's say 99% done. Um, when do you, uh, when do you hope to have it ready? Uh, we hope to have at least some news for you before, uh, TFCon Canada. Okay. That's awesome. Hoping to at least have a copy of it there for people to check out in person. That would be great. But we'll see. Still up in the air at the moment. Do you think the collecting landscape has changed recently? Um, they're moving away from forums, I think. They're still the forums are there, but more people seem to be on the social media side, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. podcasts. It all just seems to be more popular than the forums were well are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, there's some a few more high end collectors than there used to be. A lot more people are discovering Japan. And yes. Stuff I've noticed lately. With uh, mention of the high end collectors, um, are are you are you aware of any maybe well known high end collectors? I, I I mentioned that knowing that um, like AFA collectors, you mean? Uh, no, no, no. It's like somebody like. Um, in an interview on Nerdist, uh, Robert Kirkman of uh, Walking Dead mentioned that when he goes to conventions, when he has a free moment, he walks the convention floor looking for Transformers because that's what he he likes to he likes to get into. He's a Transformers collector at heart, um, but you know nobody really asks him about it because he's the Walking Dead guy. Um, so I mean, uh, high end and or well known collectors. I know you know somebody like Robert Kirkman could essentially buy whatever the hell he wanted to. Um, that kind of, um, there's an interview with one of the FA collectors. I want to say John Kraus. I have to look it up, but he does a lot of the like little magazine pictures. Yeah. Drawings for that. He's an FA collector. Uh, I know the DJ from Slipknot, his name, main, his other 
name is DJ Starscream, and he's got the Autobot Decepticon logos on his hands. That's awesome. There's got to be more, but I can't remember at the moment. Yeah. And, and I mean, I bring it up, obviously, knowing that uh, um, Adam Goldberg from the Goldbergs is a, is a huge 80s nerd because he's, he's slipped uh, many a, a, a G1 Transformers into the, uh, into the show. Yeah, that's right. John Krause. Had to check. Now, when, with, um, with regards to Transformers media, do you, uh, do you get back and collect any of the associated, uh, merchandise that goes along with the eighties stuff? I have some, if I see it around, I'll pick it up. Okay. I don't go out of my way to get it right at the moment just cause I don't have enough room to display it. Got it records and collector yeah. cases and stuff around. But. Yeah. You wouldn't be the one to collect like the bed sheets or anything oh, no. like that. No, <laughs> don't know where those have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, do you do you read any of the comics? Uh, I'm not quite up to date on them, but I, I like uh, Lost Light. I'm just a bit behind, and what used to be R.I.D. I liked up until they went back to Earth, and then I just kind of stopped following it. Ah, uh, okay. I really enjoyed the whole trying to live together thing after the war and then they just kind of threw it out the window yeah well, i recommend giving um till all or one a try all it's, right it's given uh, i mean i think issue 10 is coming out this coming week and um and they're they're basically doing what rid used to do so they're on cybertron and they're they're trying to 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 function uh, there okay. so it's it's the old rid so yeah it's it's good uh, we, we all like screwed it. up rid pardon me Whoops, we screwed up already. Go back. Yes. Yeah. No, it's 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 been good. It's uh, got Starscream leading and it's uh he's he's a mess of a leader and yeah. Yeah, I, I we've all been really enjoying it on the show. So All right, I'll give it a try. See a lot of like. a lot of really cool political um intrigue in the in the sh- in the book. All right. Um in I wanted to ask you cuz you've been collecting for uh, you know, for a while uh has do you find that there's been a, a changing of the guard uh with regards to um collectors like do you see the old school collectors moving on uh, i i bring up as an example the hartman brothers who who gave away or gave away who sold off all of their uh their collection in the last uh, couple years i actually still talk to carl occasionally on facebook it's not completely gone okay um i think the older collectors are just kind of content a lot of them, they've got what they want. And I don't see a lot of people selling off. You'll see the occasional person get like family problems or something, sell everything right. they got. But other than that, nobody's really selling their stuff as much as I would expect at this point, anyway. Yeah. Where do you see? Um, where do you see um, the the YouTube review in the in the in the whole of the transformers, um, uh, fandom, I guess. Um, is it, is it something that's absolutely necessary? Is it a, is it a benefit to, to people in the fandom? Some people can't follow the instructions as well as others. Like they're not always the clearest. Yeah. A lot of people, like I can usually deduce what they're doing, but sometimes I'll have to go to YouTube 
Okay. And if I'm really into a series like I was with Animated, I was watching the reviews of every figure when they came out just to see how they looked and stuff. There's a few good viewers out there. What are... um, uh, Last question here before we get into uh, our our standard rapid-fire questions. We have a little fun at the end of every interview. Um, What are are your thoughts on the live-action movies? They're right for popcorn flicks. I don't see a lot of the lore in them, but they're fun to watch. If you, as long as you block out the plot holes, you're all right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, like I said, we're going to pop into this rapid fire here. Um, these are just quick little yes, no, or, you know, binary type questions. Um, Autobot or Decepticon? Cons. Transformers live action movie, one, two, three, or four? Four. Megan Fox, Rosie Huntington Wheatley, or Nicola Peltz? Fox. Uh, More Than Meets the Eye, Robots in Disguise, or Till All Are One? Mm, More Than Meets the Eye. Okay. Best G1 figure? Overlord. Worst G1 figure? The Fire Cons. Okay. I think I know the answer to this one. Third-party toys, yes or no? Yes. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Chicken or steak? Steak. Pepsi or Coke? Neither. Okay. Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's is in the food. <laughs> uh, history or science? Science. Xbox or PlayStation? PlayStation. Uh, I'm going to edit this one. Call of Duty, Battlefield, or Destiny? Destiny. <laughs> PC or Mac? PC. iPhone or Android? Droid. Is there a phone app that you cannot live without? No. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, maybe. Okay. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Do you have a favorite Marvel character? Uh, Deadpool, probably. Okay. Stallone or Schwarzenegger? Stallone. Zoe Saldana, Scarlett Johansson, or Maggie Q? I'm going to have to go with Scarlett. Okay. Twilight or The Hunger Games? Just no. <laughs> Pixar or DreamWorks? Pixar. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Simpsons or Family Guy? Family Guy. Walking Dead or Game of Thrones? Walking Dead. NFL, MLB, NHL, or NBA? No sports. <laughs> no sports ball. Um, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini, or Volkswagen Beetle? Uh, Ferrari. And lastly, blonde, brunette, or redhead? Well, it's brunette. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks, Bryce. That's the end of uh, all of that. Where can uh, people find you on uh, social media? Um, I got, I'm under Brycey on Twitter, Instagram, and TFW, and just under my regular name on Facebook. Okay. And is there a place that people can go to, uh, and either pre-order or at least show some support for the, the book that you're working on? Uh, the Ocular Echo Facebook page. Okay. We'll link them to that in the show notes here. Um, and uh, and you're hoping to have something, uh, a bit of an announcement, hopefully, by TFCon Canada, you said? We should have something by then. Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to be there, um, and uh, I will uh, be looking for uh, you there, and hopefully I can get you to help me get some uh, good deals on from uh, from Russ's table. I'll, re- I'll go to a different table. 
Is that the tip? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Uh, well, thanks a lot. All right. And uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking to you later. All right. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to Transmissions. Remember, you can help support the show by donating to us directly via Patreon or PayPal. Once you become a donor, you will receive access to donor-only goodies, like donor-only contests, listening to us record Transmissions live, and getting Transmissions swag at 20% off. You can find links for this at transmissionspodcast.com support. Subscribing to us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play is also a great way to support us here at Transmissions. Every subscription we get helps us get better noticed on those services. Leaving us a comment and five-star review doesn't hurt either. Be sure to come chat with us on Discord. You will find a link for Discord at transmissionspodcast.com slash Discord. And of course, you can always send us an email at feedback at transmissionspodcast.com. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again next week.